Check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the rocks. Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's episode is brought to you by my brother Smiles Official. Make sure you go stream his new song with Tory Lane's Bands in the Trap, Apple Music, Spotify. Make sure you Shazam it. Follow him on Instagram at Smiles Official. Today's guest, we got Shabazz the OG in here. How are you, sir? Yeah. Gucci. How you feeling? Good? Yes, sir. I met you outside of Ghost Bar with, with BB, and BB was like, man, you, you got to follow him and, and get up on his content, and mm-hmm. I've followed you and ever since then, bro. I've been a fan of your content. The way, you know, you, 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 the content aside, but just the way you do it with, 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 the, with the videos and the way you, you know, you box it up and you let the, the situation play out and then you comment on the situation right, and, right, and, right. and just the way you do that. How did you come up with that, bro? Like, um, Because people are... People are visual, one. Mm-hmm. Me, I like to be, uh, I don't like to be misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I like to speak with clarity. I like to paint a picture. I like people to get it. Mm-hmm. I like you to know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people won't completely grasp something mm-hmm. unless they can see something that correlates with what it is that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I can come on and talk about a cop that beat a guy up Mm -hmm. and give my commentary. Mm -hmm. But it's a little different if I show you what happened Mm. and then explain to you what's wrong with what you saw and why I see it the way that I do. Exactly. So that's what prompted me to start creating the visual to... uh, to correlate with the dialogue because no one else really de- delivers the content like that right i feel like you're you're the one of the only people i know that really like you know put it out like that and in a world where we only see headlines right it's better to actually to see the whole video and let you interpret the whole video and not just right. one headline and then you you have your very you know calculated even keeled response you know what i mean like yeah because it's like again to me it's important to me that there's an understanding versus Mm-hmm. Hype and emotion, right? You dig what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, too many people, a lot of people, far too often, they get caught up in the headline. Mm-hmm. They won't go double check the authenticity of what it is they read. Like a lot of times, I can look at I can look at a headline. I can look at a headline, and as I'm looking at it, the font. The, the 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 background, yeah. the, the wallpaper, like, yeah, will make me f- question whether right. this is authentic. Right. So the first thing I'm gonna do is go to Google and search this story. Right. If I can't find it on a reputable outlet, I'm not gonna post it. Got you. That's how I that that's how I kind of filter what I talk about and what I don't. I try to have as much, um, I try to have as much authenticity or validity on the story as possible. Right. So when I give my opinion on it, then I at least have some truth. There is some truth to it versus, right. you know, me just seeing something, running mm-hmm. with it. Oh, my God. Getting everybody hyped. Then you find out this shit was posted by yeah. a six-year-old. Yeah. It's needed, bro. Like, what you do is very much so needed because everything is so much mis- misinformation out there and the lines are getting blurred. So right. you're very clear with the way, you know, it's and, and you've developed a following. How long have you been doing that, bro? Like, um... 2016. 2016. Okay. Um, Can you give me a little background on Shabazz? You say you're from Philly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From West Philly. I was born in Georgia. Okay. I was born in Georgia. Uh, 
Moved to Philly when I was 14 months. Went back to Georgia in the third grade. Went back to Philly in the seventh grade. Ended up with all Philly from there. Mm. So, uh, yeah, raised in Philadelphia. Been in Miami since 08. Um, as far as social media, you know, I, 2012 is when I got on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And from 2012 to 2016, it was just pretty random posted. Nothing, mm -hmm. you know, nothing too significant. And then... Um, you know, like, you know, many others have heard me speak about, uh, I did a um, post one day about male groupies mm -hmm. and Meek reposted it and it just went viral from there. So that, that, that was the one that kind of, that's the one that did it. Cause mm -hmm. what happened is a lot of people knew me from nightlife mm -hmm. and the industry. You know did, what you, did you work in nightlife in the industry? Could you give us a little background on so, in the industry, yes, I done. I started in high school as an intern for a radio station. You know, once upon a time, I was a rapper myself. Then that transitioned into radio promotions. Then that transitioned into party promotions, road management, project management. So, mm -hmm. like, I have an extensive mm -hmm. industry background. Like from a boots on ground perspective, not mm -hmm. so much the executive side or in gotcha. any offices or any labels. I never worked at any labels. I never worked in any offices, but I have those affiliations and strong ties with those who have. Mm -hmm. But um, I've been on the road with 112. I've been on the road with State Property. I've mm -hmm. been on the road with Freeway. You know, um, you know, done booked a lot of shows. That's how I really a lot of my relationships started. Like. My relationship with Q from 112 started with booking him. Mm -hmm. My relationship with Memphis Bleak started from booking him. Mm -hmm. um, Freeway mm -hmm. relationship started from booking him. Um, Trey Songs, like a lot of guys that I'm like family with now, mm -hmm. the initial inception was booking them for a party. So um, that was the extent of the industry. But mm -hmm. nightlife was partying mm -hmm. and what i was gonna say what drew you to miami you know coming from philly so the party i mean at the party i was working i was doing the project management for an independent artist up in jersey mm -hmm. well he was from jersey i was in philly at the time and i took on the project and this was like 2008 so it was just like at the time to me the northeast region wasn't where this kid needed to be with the music that he was putting out mm. so I was like, maybe this should be in the South. Mm -hmm. So um, I used to go to all the core DJs events, you know, shout out to my man, Tony Neal. Shout out to Tony Neal. I used to go to, uh, you know, I used to go to the core events and built some relationships through the core events and through a conversation that I was having, excuse me, with one of the ladies that I, um, that I had met back then. She was like, maybe you should try this project in Miami. You know, I know somebody who could, you know, kind of help you navigate throughout the city and the clubs and so on and so forth. So she put me with a street promoter mm -hmm. and we spoke, I talked to him and I said, fuck it. I talked to them and I said, yo, we, we should try this project in Miami. And, and that's, and, and that's how I ended up here. And f from that project came another one. And after mm -hmm. that, another one. And then my relationships grew my network grew i made friends i had a girl here so it was mm -hmm. just like just fell in love with the it city it just continued to make sense yeah you know so after 2011 going back and forth for three years after that it was just like okay you know what mm -hmm. i'm dug in i'm just yeah. gonna stay
And you were early on. It seems like everybody's moving now. Now people are starting to figure it out. Like, yeah, no, let, let's move south now. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was on it early. And, and, if, and, and had things gone the way um, I projected that they were going to go, like this kid would have, uh, this kid would have, he, he would have excelled. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have no regrets because, you know, his career went the way it went. But I'm, st- I'm, I'm still here. Yeah. And I like it, man, because, like, you know, I feel like the youth now, especially these young men, they don't really have a lot of male role models. You know, Shabazz, the OG, you're, 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 you're a good inspiration to young men. And, and, you know, like the post you said the other day um, about the kid that didn't want to pump the young lady's gas. Yeah, and then, and then you talked about you know your, your your the male groupies that whole blew up for you that was one of your biggest posts. Yeah, how was. do you how do you feel? Because I, I I really think you know these young men need it's like they're lo- they they don't have no one to look to to like how to be men you know like right. as far as principles and morals go like what do you how do you see it like what what did you know uh, talk to me about like how, how you see it like what are you trying to instill in them what are the morals are they they're losing you know like. I try to remind them that we, me especially, but well, me primarily, and others that speak like me or that I speak like, mm-hmm. we're telling you this because we know. Mm-hmm. I'm not even telling them this for them to get it mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's where a lot of people go wrong. They forget that our parents and overseers and guardians and mentors and teachers and coaches, employers. They spoke to us like this when we were young. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've done that. You're not doing nothing new. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Those mm-hmm. warning shots was delivered to us. I think a lot of the older generation now forgets to deliver the warning shot. Mm-hmm. They they think that what these kids are doing is their fault. When in all actuality, a lot of times they're just regurgitating history. Right. They're just repeating itself. Right. You know what I'm saying? This, this, all these things that they're doing, it was done before them. So mm-hmm. the only thing that's supposed to take place is just like we were taught, whether we listened or not, we were still given the game. Mm-hmm. So we still got to give the game. This older generation is too impatient and they all suffer from Alzheimer's, for lack of a better term, because mm-hmm. they forget. Mm-hmm. Or should I say amnesia? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they get amnesia. Like, you, you were once that. Right. That was once you. Might have been a different dance. Right. Might have been a different shirt. Might have different different way to dress. But we all did our sh- I mean, I can look back on some shit that I did and I wore and, and I'm like, woo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there has to be a a a a uh, a mutual respect between the older generation and the younger generation. I always say you have to talk to them. You can't talk at them. You right. can't. You can't talk to them as if they don't matter, as if they don't have an opinion. It's nothing wrong with a conversation. That's why so right. many youngins fuck with me, mm-hmm. because I have conversations. I talk to them because you have to understand they do have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Times have changed. There are right. some things that we used to do that no longer exist in popular culture. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So it's like some of the things that they're doing. You know, they are, uh, they, they, uh, how can I put it? Some of the decisions that they're making are respectable decisions mm-hmm. based on the times that we're in now. With good intentions. With great intentions. Right. You know, whether they win, lose, or draw, 
the intent is there. I'll give an example. Like the young track girl, Shakari mm -hmm. Richardson, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at this just for what it is, initially, when she won that race, everybody loved her. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved the, the 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 story about her grandmother. She running up to the stands to hug her family. She it was just heartwarming. Mm -hmm. Then the weed shit come out. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that was dumb. Why would she do that? Da 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 da. Then after that comes her losing mm -hmm. in ninth place. Then after that comes oh she too cocky. That's why she lost. She's talking about she's still the best, but she came in ninth place. How you going to be talking like that? You need to go back and get on your job and be better and stop being so arrogant and da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. But in all actuality, she's a 21-year-old young black girl who was raised by her grandmother who just found out her biological mother had died. She made it to the Olympics. She got the weight of the world on her shoulders. She got all of these millions and millions of people looking at her and have opinions about her. What's wrong with giving her words of encouragement and guidance? Exactly. Even if she fuck up. Right. Even if she does give an interview and she could have did something better or said something better. Right. What's wrong with redirecting? What's what's wrong with her coming in ninth place and still feeling like she's the shit? Yeah. Because guess what? Track and field might not be her end all be all. Mm -hmm. She may need that confidence that she exuded. Mm-hmm. In that post interview mm -hmm. by stating, I'm not going nowhere. Talk all the shit y'all want. Mm -hmm. I'm still young. I, da, da, da. That confidence, that mm -hmm. belief in herself. Mm -hmm. She may need that for something beyond track and field. Right, right. That confidence, that belief in herself. Right. So instead of people understanding that and, and offering her words of wisdom or offering her words of encouragement or understanding this girl, 21 years old, and who knows what type of shit she's been through. Yeah. That doesn't happen. It's the ridicule. It's the, but then again, it's the internet. People want to see you fall, bro. It's, it's, but it's the internet. This is why I tell people we, we have to understand what we're dealing with when we deal with that. Mm -hmm. I try to be as internet-less as possible. Mm. That's where the content comes from. Mm -hmm. But my perspective Right. Mm -hmm. And my thinking does not come from the Internet, from the noise, from all that noise, from the Fuck yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the content comes from. And I'm of the belief that that's a small percentage of people. I think we're made to believe that if, if something's popping on the Internet, we think that like the most of the world is thinking that, you know, yes, I, I think that, that the Twitter or Instagram, like that's a small percentage of people that feel away, you know, bro. But, I tell people this all the time. Even with what we see as black people, as it relates to police brutality. Mm -hmm. If you're a person captivated by this thing with that app on it, and this all you do every day, mm -hmm. you don't go to the clubs, you don't really be in the street, you don't really hang mm -hmm. out, like you're a homebody. Mm -hmm. This is your best, this is your best form of entertainment and leisure time. That's gonna make you hate the world. You will look at this. This should have you believing that the world is completely fucked up outside. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. When in all actuality, despite what we see on the internet, I can't even remember if I've ever seen a cop beat somebody up. Right. I've never seen a cop kill somebody. Right. I've never seen a cop put his knee on somebody's neck. Right. I've never seen 
a group of white people get together and call black people a bunch of niggas and everybody roll around fighting in the street. Right. It's not that these things don't happen, but the internet will have you thinking that this shit happens every day. It's an epidemic. Like, Like, it's it's a numerator. What's the denominator of how many times that doesn't happen? Like, you know? Like, so... If you get caught up in that world, because that's a world. Social mm-hmm. media is a world. Mm-hmm. It's a world. Mm-hmm. If you get caught up in that world, you're going to get lost in the real one. Because mm. what'll happen is you'll be walking around hating somebody for some shit that you saw somebody else do that mm. has nothing to do with this individual. Mm. So I tell people, like a lot of people, even my own people, black people, people I know, they don't understand my logic when it comes to the whole all cops are not bad cops. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you see on the internet, what you hear in the news, mm-hmm. what you see in any publication. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is all cops are not bad cops. Mm-hmm. That's just it. You're not going to see positive news in regard to anything. That's just, that's just, they're going to give you the line. negative bullshit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say fuck you because you have on a uniform. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want somebody to say, fuck me just because I'm black, because right. I'm a black man. I don't want to get in the elevator and a white woman feels the need to clutch her purse or right. be afraid or, right. or say something derogatory just because I'm black. And then somebody will say, well, that's what's going to happen or that's what happens. Regardless of whether it happens or not, I don't want it to happen. Right. I don't like that it happens. Right. So because I don't like that feeling, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it to somebody else. Right. I don't give a fuck if somebody does do it to me. Right. I mean, I give a fuck, but figuratively speaking, I don't give a fuck if they do it to me. I still don't want it done. Mm-hmm. So the objective is treat people how you want to be that's treated. a fact yeah treat people how, i'm going to treat you how i want to be treated right. i'm not going to disrespect you because you white right i'm not going to assume you fucked up or you prejudiced because you white or right or you don't understand my story right i, I don't get into all of that shit right. i'm into people right you know what i'm saying when somebody shows you something different or show me something different then i deal with them accordingly right you dig what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just how I shit. That's, that's, so that's why people have to be careful on how we deal with this younger generation because if people take the time to talk to them, you'll, 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 A, you'll get through to them. Mm-hmm. You got a better shot at them taking heed to what you're saying, even if they don't do it at the moment. Right. Some point in time, if you say something worthwhile or something valuable, right, they heard it. Right. They might store it in the back of their head like a squirrel with chestnuts. Right. But they're going to right. remember at some point something that was said that was fulfilling, even if like with me, mm-hmm. even if you finally if your bell goes off while you're sitting in a prison cell. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. That's when my bell went off. Mm-hmm. But at some point, like my mother always said, if you live life long enough, you'll get it. Yeah. 
You're and getting, I think race wise too, but even like between men and women, like you, like you're only going to hear about relationships, the scandal, the cheating, and now it's made it to where women aren't even really trying to trust men anymore. But you, because you don't hear about the the relationships where everything is going amazing, and you're only going to hear about the negative shit, yeah, and that's going to traumatize a whole group of people against another group of people, whether it's black, white, whether it's men, women, whether it's vaccinated, unvaccinated, whatever it is. Like it, 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 it yeah, everything like is with, a competition. Yeah. It just, the divide, social media just puts that line right there and just separates people on two different teams. And everybody's so angry at each other now. You know, there's no room for conversation like this anymore. There's no room for nuance. And, and So here's know, a question what, for you. How do you pull people back from, you know, like social media, like you said, social media. Social media's biggest reward is when people see negative stuff. That brings the eyes. How do we pull bring people out of that? You don't. Well, what you do is is important because you're you're not you 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 don't play for a team. You play on the side of logic. But that's the only thing you can do. That's what a lot of people go wrong. They try to change things. Mm-hmm. You can't change it. Like I can't come on social media and and I'm going to make sure that y'all change. And we're going. It's a, it, it's it's like um. It's like we like unity, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things we talk about, one of the biggest things in, 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 in the black community is like black lives matter, black unity. We need to stick together. We need to stand for one another. We need to be together. We need harmony. Need harmony. We need, we need, we need, we need, we need to get together and we need to do this. When we see things happen, we say we need to do this. What, what people fail to realize is this, like his question, how do we draw people out of that? It, nothing happens without personal accountability and individuality mm-hmm. like an example that i love to use do you play basketball yeah you play basketball no he's a, he's a football, he's a football guy, guy. Football what's guy. the basketball <laughs> but so they don't really do pickup football games like they do pickup basketball mm-hmm. right yeah no nah, i don't play basketball so you you play ball so yeah. in your in your in your community or your hood or whatever you go to a local court y'all mm-hmm. play pickup games yeah right? How many times have you woken up? Is that a word? Woken up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me just make sure. It's a word today. Ask him. He's the college educator. One on nine. It's a word today. We don't care. How many times have you woken up? I'm just gonna go with yeah, you. Yeah. Woken up. Woken up. How many times have you? Because I don't want to say awakened. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go with woken up. Woken up. How many times have you woken up and uh, decided I'm going to play ball today? And you just got up mm-hmm. and you went to the court. Mm-hmm. And when you got there, it was already guys there playing. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, the court full. Mm-hmm. Nobody know each other. Mm-hmm. Y'all all woke up mm-hmm. with the same desire to be in the same place mm-hmm. at the same time to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And nobody instructed you to do it. Mm-hmm. That's how the world changes. Mm-hmm. If he say he want to be a good dude. You said you want to be a good dude. I want to be a good dude. Jay wants to be a good dude. Mm-hmm. Everybody that say they want to see good done in the world. If everybody did what they say they want to see, shit changes on its own. Right. But everybody thinks they're not the problem. <laughs> so mm. they tell you what to do. They no, tell you no what accountability to do. at all. They don't think they're the problem. Mm. They make concessions and excuses and justifications for their shit. Mm. But everybody else's shit is felonious. Everybody else's shit is highlighted. Everybody else's shit is 
you know, is is uh, is watermarked. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. they're never the problem. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start with me. Oh no, I'm a good person. I'm a good dude. Like you have to find your flaw. You have to find. It's like you get into an argument with somebody. You have to be able to separate your responsibility from theirs. Okay, what did I do mm-hmm. to contribute to this? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? What did I do to contribute to this? Where is my responsibility in it? And if you can find no culpability for yourself, then cool. Mm-hmm. No, I know I didn't do that. It's like the conversation we was having earlier off camera. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking up slack for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's that's on you, shorty. Yeah. That's your bullshit. I ain't I'm not bearing the burden of none of that. Yeah. And I care less if I ever talk to you again. Yeah. Because that has nothing to do with me. That's your shit. Mm-hmm. If I had culpability, you know what? I could see where this went like that and why. And let me help fix this. Mm-hmm. But I don't. People have to be accountable, man. Mm-hmm. That's the only way shit changes. It doesn't happen with in a group. It doesn't happen standing on a soapbox screaming and injecting and inflicting your perspective and opinion on the other people. People don't have to do everything the same way in order for something to work. Mm-hmm. We can't have a team of six shooting guards. That's a fact. Six centers. That's five a fact. forwards. We can't. What the fuck are we doing? That's a fact. Everybody mm-hmm. has to be comfortable with their contribution because mm-hmm. everybody part matters. Exactly. Everybody's part matters. When you go into a stadium to go watch a game, mm-hmm. everybody counts from the parking attendant to the water boy and all points between the people at the concession stand, the people that hold the door open, the people who can't take the ticket, the people who scan. Everybody matters. Everybody has a role to play in the, in the grand scheme of things in the production. Which is why sports is so important. To my, you know, in, in raising, you know, a young man, you know, teaching him that right there, because that's that's a correlation to life that, you know, not everybody could be the star. And nowadays a motherfucker will will sink the whole shit because they can't be the captain. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so. So what you're saying is, is accurate, bro. But it comes you know? with being taught. Yeah, exactly. It comes with being taught that you don't. It's like I was saying about Shikari. Mm-hmm. It's OK if you lost mm-hmm. and still be confident. Of course. People think that you're only supposed to be confident if you won. Nah. And if, they feel, and if they feel a way about your confidence, that's a reflection on them. Yeah. That's something that they're going through. Because a big consensus of what I've seen as related to her was who the, basically who the fuck does she think she is to still be talking shit and you came in ninth place. Right. But in all actuality... Whether she came in ninth or 19th, she still has a right to be confident in herself. Exactly. But people are fucked up in the head because they feel like you're only supposed to be confident if you've won. Because that's how people think. I only want to fuck with you if you're a winner. Exactly. I've had this conversation. I had this conversation before, but I had a DJ friend come up to me one time. We were at the club and he goes, you have a question. He's like, yo, why are you so cocky? And I said, and I had like, I had to really think about it. And I was like, you know, can you be cocky if you're kind to people? I said, I've always been cool and respectful to you. Yeah. I've always been cool and respectful to, to the room. Yeah. So, so, so what makes, why does the way I carry myself 
make you feel a way. If, 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 if you're carrying yourself confidently and I'm going to be the one, to, I, there's two, you could take this two type of ways. I'm going to either tell you you're cocky, stop being cocky, or I'm going to tell you, talk your shit. And I'm that type of friend to, to encourage you to talk your shit because how does that make me feel a way? I need you to feel the best way that you feel about yourself. And if that's how you feel, then I need to encourage that. You know what I'm saying? But people feel they feel offended by the way certain people carry themselves. Because people confuse cockiness with arrogance. It's two different things. Can cocky, be, just, cocky just a slang for confidence. Right. Arrogance lends to character. Got you. So can I be arrogant if I'm respectful and kind to everybody? No. Arrogant people aren't respectful. Exa- okay. Exactly. They're pompous. They, they, exactly. Okay. Arrogance is not good. Because arrogance is when you start to separate mm. from humanity. Like, I'm better than. That's mm. when arrogance comes in. You're arrogant. Mm. You're, I'm, I'm, I'm better than you. Mm. But you show that you're better. Because if, if I come in here, here's the thing. Here's the difference. I'm better than you if we competing against each other and I beat you. Mm-hmm. I beat you because I was better. Mm-hmm. That can exude cockiness. But if I got a Mercedes and you got a Camry and I look down on you, I'm arrogant. I think I'm better than you. Right. As a person. Right. Because of what I have and what you don't have. Right. That's not good. Right. It's not good to be arrogant because arrogance is when, again, you, it comes into play where. You think you're better than another individual because you have something that they don't have. Right. Right. I don't fuck with that. But, right. Exactly. But you would have to prove that you think you're better than that other individual because if I just think you think you're better than me, there's no proof in that. That's just how I feel. I'm insecure in that way. Right. Right. So. But, but when you no when you when you when you're talking about arrogance and a person being if I just decided I'm better than you. Mm hmm. Just, just because that's what, I have nothing to stand on. I have nothing to uh, support that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just me feeling like I'm better than you. Right. When in all actuality, I'm insecure. Okay. I'm insecure because, first of all, where's the competition at? What is we? What are we competing for? Right. What am I? What am I better than? Right. You know, we're not in a competition. Right. But again, when you when you when you when you put a competitive when you introduce a, a, a competition into the equation, mm-hmm. if, if if we if we talking competing with one another mm-hmm. and in that competition, I excel past you mm-hmm. again. I, I, I beat you. There's proof in that. There's You're proof better. in right. that. I was better at than you at that moment. I was better. Right. So. And I'm cocky, but you, yeah, I worked hard. Fuck that. Yeah. I blew his ass out. Right. I left him in the dust. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I train hard for this. Yeah. I'm talk my shit. Right. That's Yeah. You can be cocky. Talk your shit. Cause cocky is a slang for confidence as right. far as I'm concerned. But, and we come from hip hop. That's what arrogance. Mm, nah. Yeah. You can't, I'm not going to support you looking down exactly. on somebody because you have something that they don't have. Right. Right. 
Makes sense. I got Shabazz the OG in here. What else has been on your mind, bro, lately? We got, you know, this whole COVID shit hopefully coming to an end soon. A whole vaccination, unvaccination <laughs> talk. You know, are you, are, you, are, you, are you a part of one of those, the, the Pfizer gang? I don't know, people out here angry at someone for not being vaccinated. Like, <laughs> shit's crazy out here, man. Are you, uh, I, I'm, I'm not part of none of that shit. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not mad at nobody who gets the vaccination. I'm not mad at nobody who doesn't. Um, cause there's nothing to be mad about. Right. I don't even understand where all the anger comes in at. Um, you know, these are all matters of preference, right? You know, you have so many people who could give you all of these scientific reasons why you should wear a mask, mm -hmm. scientific reasons why you shouldn't scientific reasons why you should be vaccinated, scientific reasons why you shouldn't. But at the end of the day, it still comes down to a matter of preference mm -hmm. because you're still going to have people who, who are going to say you're selfish. If you don't, you're dumb. If you do, mm -hmm. when again, when it all boils down, it's a matter of preference. And for me personally, the reason why it became a matter of preference, because upon being introduced to everyone over a year and a half ago. COVID was introduced initially as one thing. Mm -hmm. Treated a certain way. If you remember the beginning, it was a flu-like virus similar to the common cold. Mm -hmm. Lives on countertops, wipe your counter down, clean your hands, wipe, don't touch your eyes. And, uh, Mm -hmm. Wear a mask, but if you wear a mask, only wear an N95 or only wear a KN95 because nothing else um, prevents you from contracting, right? This is all the things we're hearing in the beginning and everybody shook, everybody fucked up because people scared. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. Then we get locked down like the whole earth is quarantined, mm -hmm. like some shit we never seen mm -hmm. before. So now people really fucked up and scared. So now the, 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 you're dealing with a scare tactic. You're not necessarily dealing with information. You're not dealing with, um, you're not dealing with uh, accuracy. Mm -hmm. You're not dealing in complete fact. Logic. Zero logic. Mm -hmm. So as time, as time continued to go on, um, I personally notice like my motto is pay attention to everything. Don't ignore anything and use critical thinking and common sense for all things. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's what I live by. That's my credo. Mm -hmm. And once I started to see certain things and the shit started not to make sense to me, I couldn't subscribe to it any longer. Mm -hmm. I couldn't subscribe to, Okay. How it felt like we were playing Simon Says every week. Put your one hand in. Now put one hand out. Now put put the leg in. Now take the leg out. It started to feel like a game. It started to feel like it really started to feel like you're being bullshitted. Yeah. To the point where if you're going to keep letting me bullshit you, as long as you let me bullshit you, I'm going to bullshit you. Mm -hmm. That's what it started to feel like to me. Mm -hmm. And that's when I had to separate myself from the pack. Mm. I'm going to have to do what I believe is best for me. And I can't be mad at nobody else who 
does what they think is best for them because genuinely people have been frightened. Mm -hmm. And when someone is frightened, you can't criticize them for what their response is to being frightened. The people who have seen people die, heard that people died, they have a legitimate fright. Mm -hmm. My thing turned into the first red flags for me were the hospitals. When we were told that masks protect us and masks keeps you from spreading and so on and so forth. And when I started seeing people in the hospital and their family members weren't allowed to visit them, people in the hospital dying alone, dying on FaceTime, their family members not being able to come see them. It didn't make sense to me, KZ. Mm -hmm. If this mask that you're telling us works, if this is a preventative measure, mm -hmm. why can't I go to the hospital to see my wife, right. my brother, my sister, my cousin? Oh, well, it, nothing anybody could say made sense to me. Right. I don't care what you who says it. It does not make sense that if you got the whole world wearing these outside, mm -hmm. then put me in a in a in a in a in a in a, in a Tyvek onesie mm -hmm. and a mask and a helmet, whatever. Yeah. Why can't I be inside with my loved one? Right. With some form, of, with any form of protection that's necessary. Fuck it. Give me a fireman's oxygen mat tank. Mm -hmm. Why people in the hospital dying without their loved ones? Yeah. This is not sitting well with me. This mm -hmm. doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. From there, I started to notice that no outlet was encouraging health, better eating, mm -hmm. exercise, mm. drink a lot of water, get some sunlight, sleep, everything that people were being told to do, social distance, Quarantine, wear a mask. Social distance, quarantine, wear a mask, lose your job, don't know when you're going back to work. All of these things are mm -hmm. things that fuck with your immune system, mm -hmm. fucks with your thinking, fucks with your nerves, breaks you down, mm -hmm. puts you into depression. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Everything that you're being told to do affects your health. Yeah. But the things that increases good health, you're not being told to do these things. That was the next red flag for me. Mm. But when the vaccination came and all of these promotions and do this that's to where get really the vaccine. Got, that's where my, my alarms were really going off. Like by the, by the time that happened, I was off of it all. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time that happened. But for, for me, that just reemphasized and reiterated because now it's a fucking joke. Right. When I watch people like Michael Rappaport. Get the fucking vaccine. Stop being so fucking stupid. Get yeah. the dumb. Get the fucking. And you're talking to people like this. And then you have to come back later after you've gotten the vaccine, thinking you're better than everyone else because you got it. Mm -hmm. Now you have to come back and say, I got this fucking vaccine. Now I'm being called the super spreader. Right. Y'all need to figure this shit out. Right. I'm right there with you. And then, but then people would label us like conspiracy theorists and shit. Cause I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that I'm not of the belief that there's a bigger play at hand either. You know, I don't think they're trying to population control and all that shit. Like I'm not, I don't fall into that either. You know, it's not about a conspiracy. It's not even about 
being a conspiracy theorist. It's about common sense. All of a sudden, now you got all these people talking about, no, it's science. And I don't know where the fuck all these scientists came from all of a sudden. Yeah. Everybody's talking about, it's science, it's science, it's science, it's science. Okay, put science to the side for a second. And let's just deal with common sense and what's being put right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. For Even with the vaccination. Getting vaccine, getting getting vaccinated or not. What's the purpose of creating a divide if you've been told get vaccinated mm-hmm. and you'll be okay? Now, I don't know what the side effects may be. Mm-hmm. And if anything happens to you, you can't do anything to me about it. And then you take it. And then you told, oh, shit, you took it. Damn. Um, listen, you took it. But now you're at risk of spreading it. How do you blame this person over here who's witnessing that that says, you know what? I'm not doing that. Yeah. You can't blame them. Yeah. And then people make these weird examples. Oh, well, you're scared to get the vaccine, but you have sex without a condom. You're scared to get the vaccine, but <laughs> you still want to play football. It can get or you, you eat McDonald's CTE. every day. Or, yeah, it's like it doesn't matter. Those are choices those people are allowed to make. Right. People are being stripped of their choice with the vaccine. And then you I have people who say, no, they still have a choice, but you really don't. Not without repercussion. Right. Not without without not without ridicule. Yeah. People are not being allowed to just make that decision on their own. It's, I, it's just too much. Oh, well, if you didn't get the vaccine, you making it bad for me. If you don't wear your mask, you making it hard for us. How? Like, dude, if I'm wearing a mask and the mask, if you wearing a mask and I don't. Why and, you care? And, and, and that's not protecting you. And the mask is not protecting you. If you get vaccinated and I don't, and that's not protecting, like, what the fuck are we doing? What are we talking about? We're like running in circles, bro. It's like (laughs) nothing, none of these preventative measures are being preventative. But they make it seem like you have to choose an extreme side. You can be of the belief that I believe COVID's real. I do believe you could choose if you want to get vaccinated. You you have choice. Like, it's cool to be in the middle, but it's almost like they're pressing you to pick one of these extreme sides. And if you don't pick one, if you don't pick a team, you're an outcast. Again, simple logic is being overstepped. Yeah. Where did the flu go? Where yeah. did the common cold go? Where did bronchitis go? And now it's fucking up my money because now I can't even go DJ in New York because I got to have a little passport now to go inside to a club now. Where, um, where, like, where did these other common ailments go? Why is it, just for the sake of asking, why is it that everything is COVID related now. Right. That doesn't make sense. That that doesn't even make sense. You're right. But then I have to think like, then what, it, what is the part? What are they trying to do then? Like, what is their goal here? What is, I don't know who they is, you know, but like if it's the elites or whatever you want to call them, like what is their goal here? Here's, here's the thing in, in, in terms of my opinion. This country that we live in is... And has always been 
driven by money and power and control. It's a business, capitalism to its final. That's what this is. Yeah. That's what this country is based upon. And when people say, like you just said a minute ago, you don't think it's about um, population control. I don't think, I, I've never gotten too far into that narrative. Mm-hmm. I'm going to always believe that the country that we live in, whatever control can be exuded over the people Mm -hmm. will be done. Whatever we want to do that we could get away with, Mm -hmm. we're going to get away with it. Mm -hmm. We're going to get away with it. So when it comes to something like what we're witnessing now, to me, it's a game. To me, it's an experiment. To me, you know, all of this whole get the vaccine, get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. Like, it's like, it's, 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 it's chaos. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want. They want the fear. The, I just want them to get over the COVID narrative so we, they can start hit us with the Taliban narrative because that's going to come next. Listen, <laughs> it's all, it, 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 it's all chaotic yeah at what point can any of us look in this country at any point in time i'm 53 and i can't remember i can't recall Mm -hmm. that something was being given to the american people that was free Mm -hmm. and beneficial Mm -hmm. free and beneficial Mm -hmm. in this country what's beneficial costs money Mm -hmm. Education is beneficial, but if you want the good education, you got to pay for it. If you want information, you have to pay for it. You have cancer, diabetes, any other life-threatening ailment. In order to get the best treatment, you have to pay for it. If you don't have the means to pay for what's necessary and beneficial in this country you do without it Mm. so ask yourself now out of all of these other things that have killed people medically and people have died because they didn't have the money to pay for why are people being forced to take a vaccine to save their lives if they don't want to do that Then someone will say, well, they're not risking their own lives. Mm -hmm. So what's the purpose of you taking something that can't prevent you from getting sick from a person who didn't? What's the purpose of you doing that? Yeah. Common sense, bro. Oh, well, it keeps me from it'll what they say now. It'll contain it. No, it doesn't keep me from getting it, but it keeps it from killing me. Yeah. Then that should be my choice. That should be my choice if I wanted to kill you. So you can get the vaccine, walk around with COVID, but you just won't die. But if I don't get the vaccine, I can walk around, get COVID, and then I die. We essentially both still in the same boat. I still can't kill you. Yeah. (laughs) I can't cause your you cost you your life. Yeah. You wouldn't got the vaccine, so your life is preserved. Mm-hmm. If I don't get any of it, mm-hmm. yeah, 
You can still catch it from me, but you're still not going to die. Yeah. Or you can catch it, period. Yeah. You know, so it's just when you try to figure out the why is where it gets tricky. Yeah. So I don't even concentrate on the why. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to act like I don't see bullshit. So, so, yeah, I see yeah, bullshit. exactly. And the thing is, people need closure. People are not people can't just be cool with uncertainty. They need a story to tell themselves so they could breathe easy and sleep at night. Yeah. A lot of people you got. That's a, a big thing. You got to learn to just be cool with uncertainty. And yes, just, because you know, everything is not meant for you to know the answer to more and more. Let's let's move on to more important news. Uh, only fans just banned porn. So now there's going to be a lot more realtors in, in, in South Florida. That. Huh? They rescinded that. They went back on that today. For real? What yeah. happened? So now you now they now they're saying you can't put porn. Yeah, they're not banning porn at all. Oh, only, only fans? fans. Yeah. Oh, they. they this they, was a it was a media play. They said that they were gonna do it. They drum they drum up a lot of like confusion. Like that's the thing, right? It, even with the same COVID, you sound like Kenny from South Park, by the way, with the mask on. Hey, go. Man, I'm, hey, not, I'm, not, I'm not judging you, dog. You I gotta good. keep the mask on. I gotta you good. You good. You like what you want me to do? You good. Um. <laughs> But like you think about that, right? It, it, it's all a narrative. Even the thing that you were just about to say, OnlyFans bans porn. Realistically, OnlyFans can't ban porn. They don't have another business model. So they tell you that, you listen to it, you disseminate that, and then what does it keep you saying? OnlyFans, OnlyFans, OnlyFans. And then three days later, they come back and say, oh, we worked it out with our banking partners. Now we're not banning porn. Oh, okay. So I could... I'm not mad at these girls for, for, for starting OnlyFans. I'm mad at the dudes who sign up. Those are the... I'm know. not mad at them either. Nah. I am. You guys are fucking it up for us. The tricking is at an all-time high right now. Now all these girls think that they need to be tricked on. But listen. Yeah. Fuck what they think. Yeah. When it comes to your doorstep, handle it accordingly. Yeah. I'm not mad at no dude that's a trick. I'm not mad at no female that get money from a dude. I'm not even mad at the female who tried me. Mm. I'm not mad at her. Mm -hmm. But once you see that that play don't run, mm -hmm. accept that. Mm. Don't go behind me and, oh, that nigga cheap. Or mm -hmm. he didn't see that. No, bitch, I'm just not a trick. Yeah. I don't fuck with you enough to give you my fucking money. Yeah. I don't fuck with you enough to be buying you shit. Yeah. I don't want your pussy yeah. that bad. It's not transactional to you. Yeah, like, it's this not trans. Not, uh, yeah. I fuck with who fuck with me the way they fuck with me. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not mad at the chick who got one of my closest friends. This is a true story. This is a true story. When we met, when I met her, and she's super bad, when I met her, I asked her for her phone number. She said, you're going to buy me two pair of red bottoms? This is our interaction. I told her, hell no. You got the wrong dude. She said, well, you're not getting my number. I said, all right, cool. Left it at that. We laughed and joked and talked about some other shit, but I ain't get her number. I went on about my business. A little while later, she saw me with my chick at the time. Mm. My chick super bad. We coming out of live one night, and we at the valet. She see me with my chick. So me and her speak. She was like, "Who is that?" She was really like, "This my girl." Yeah, like, that ain't your girl. I said it is. Mm. So we lived that she lived with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She said, "Damn, that bitch bad." I said, "Yeah." I said, "What you thought?" Yeah. 
So when she saw that, and we already was half cool, we just didn't exchange information. To act validated that for her. That's when we. That's either. That's the night I got her phone number. Mm, nothing gets you pussy like pussy, fellas. That's, that's the day I got her. That's when I got her phone number. And from that's 2013 to now. Yeah, it was 2013. I think I said 2008 a minute ago. But mm-hmm. yeah, 2013 to now, we still friends. We like this. Mm-hmm. Never been intimate. Mm-hmm. Because over the course of years, she always laughed and teased me. And no, you can't be my man because you ain't you won't even buy me no shoes. And we that's one of our jokes. Mm-hmm. But the reason why she respects me. Is because I didn't buy her no shoes. Right. Because I see how she handles dudes. Mm. She's the type and she plays zero games is why I respect her. Because mm. if you in her face talking all that heavy shit, she going to make you prove it. Mm-hmm. And let me get your number. Let me let, give me a thousand dollars. She'll try you. Yeah. But these new dudes, they do it. Mm. I've seen nigga give her a thousand dollars for her phone number. That's crazy. I've seen it. She's been on dates. And do give her three thousand dollars to go buy shoes, or but that's because that's what the culture and the music is telling these young dudes to do is just tricking. I'm gonna buy you. So, they try to buy the girl now. So what's happening is you have females who understand that all men are not like that, and you have some that don't know the difference. The ones who don't know the difference are the ones who go and say, "Oh, he lame, or he cheap, mm-hmm. or he not." When in all actuality, no. No, shorty. He's not lame. He's not cheap because he just met you last week and he ain't got you with the mall shopping. If you want it to be transactional, then say that upon meeting. Hey, excuse me. I sell pussy. Yeah. Let's just. (laughs) Yeah. I sell pussy. Yeah. So you can find out if I buy pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Don't try to trick me into a sale. Yeah. Yeah. This is business. Be, be open this about is your what business. Doing. Yeah. Because if I go to Tootsie's right now mm-hmm. and I take somebody in the VIP room and then I get a phone number, unless it's a unique set of circumstances, I already know what I just put myself into. Right. If I deal with this chick outside of this establishment. Right. Right. You know, now me personally... I've been in situations throughout my lifetime where I'm just a different type of dude. So I've had females who would do this to him, but wouldn't dream of doing it to me. Right. Because I'm not that guy. And it's no other reason. It's no reason other than you have to make people take you where you are Mm -hmm. as a person. What do you mean by that? Like me, like I have a, 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 a quote in my book. I don't think like men. I think like me. I don't think like men. I remove the end and think like me. I do me. Mm. You can't come to me with assumptions that what I'm not- other men do and mm. oh, men supposed to men this men. No, fuck all that. Mm-hmm. Deal with me as an individual because that's how I'm going to deal with you. Got you. So because you strip, you're not some dirty whole bitch to me. Yeah. Just because you strip don't mean I can disrespect you. You're still going to pump her gas. Just because you strip don't mean you sell pussy. Yeah. 
I'm not going to judge you based on your profession. I'm right. going to judge you based on what you, how you case are by as an case scenario. Yeah. I treat everybody as individuals, dog. Mm. And I demand everybody to do me the same. So mm-hmm. I don't let chicks treat me like they treat any other dude. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I don't let no chick treat me like any other dude. And it, and, you know, and it ain't never, it ain't never about Talk not about having it. no bread. Talk it's about never it. about that. Yeah. It's about what the fuck make you think you are entitled to something that's mine. Right. That I don't even know you well enough to be sharing with you. Why? Cause you pretty. I've been getting bad so bitches wh- all my life. That's a see. That's a fest. So what do you tell young men that don't that are that are? Damn, do I need to spend money on this girl? I really like this girl who maybe uh, no, that's inexperienced. That, you know what do you tell them? That's what that cockiness got to come in at. Mm. That's what you got to know. You just as more. You just as important as she is. Mm. Pussy no good without the dick. It's a game of golf. You mm. need the pole and the hole. They go together. <laughs> Gems, bro. Yeah. Too many dudes don't value themselves. Mm. Too many dudes don't look at themselves as being an important part of the male-female equation. Mm. If you think you the shit, I promise you, I already thought myself to be the shit twice before you did. And it's cool that you feel you're the shit. You can still open doors for women. You can still pump their gas. You can still be chivalrous. Exactly. That's part of being a man. Exactly. But also part of being a man is making that woman understand that I am a man. I got feelings and emotions just like you. Mm-hmm. I got needs and desires. I like gifts. Mm-hmm. Don't just give me the big piece of chicken. Yeah. And you get $1,000 shoes and four $5,000 handbags in return and go and get me a motherfucking bow tie for my birthday. No. Yeah. Go to fuck the Bell Harbor to meet for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Pop up on me on a random Tuesday. Yeah. With some, with some new shit. Mm. Treat me the way you want to be treated Because mm. that's how I'm going to treat you Because as a man I believe it's our responsibility To deal with women from observation mm-hmm. A woman not My woman or if you're close enough to me To be dealing with me at a close proximity You're not supposed to ask You're not supposed to have to ask me for something Unless you need something That's unbeknownst to me But if I go out with a woman bro And I just met her and every time I see her, she got on these same black fucking shoes mm-hmm. and this same tan purse. Mm-hmm. And I like her. And she's cool and she's not talk- materialistic and she's not talking about all that. She's she going make- to the fucking mall. Yeah. You know why? Because every time she see me, I got on some different shit. Every time she see me, we hang out. I got on some f- nice shit. I look good. I smell good. This is a good person. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't have it. And I know her circumstances. I'm going mm. to do something for her mm. without her asking. Mm. Without her asking. Too many chicks these days, though, dog. They they bust their gun too soon. Mm-hmm. They bust their gun too soon because they got their eyes on who you are, who mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what you drive, how you live. Looking at the money in your pocket. And, and then not- they make their own determinations and assumptions about what they're going to get from you. And they're not focused on being a good person. They're just worried about looking the best they could look. They're just focused on aesthetics. Not even so, looking the best that they can look. They're worried about what they can get from you. Mm. But again, the problem with a lot of men is they don't value themselves. Oh, these, you'll, have a, you'll have chicks these days who will have in their mind 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I just met KC. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see he tried. He got he 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 tried a ghost. Uh, he he got on a bus down Rolex. Uh, oh shit, he live in a high rise and he live in a Porsche building in Aventor, uh, in sunny sunny Isles. Uh, he on the radio. He like they calculating all of your assets mm-hmm. upon meeting you. He's a man of value. That's what they. They not even calling you a man of value. In their mind, what do I do and what's my time span on when he should be doing something for me? Mm. So once they calculated in their head that he should be doing this, that, or the third by this amount of time, Mm -hmm. and if they ask you and you don't do it, now you cheat. Yeah, yeah. I try to play devil's advocate and look at it from the female's perspective as well. They're just hearing stories about how men are playing them. They they go into it with genuine genuine intentions. I'll give the benefit and, and, of the doubt for that. Yeah. Pardon me for interrupting you. No, fuck that. Yeah, because be an individual. Mm. Stop dealing with me based on what the fuck you saw on Instagram. Mm. That's Don't a fact. deal with me based on a meme you saw. Mm. That's a fact. You know how many women. Expect men to open the car door for them, mm-hmm. but they don't know to reach the fuck over to open the door for you before you get in. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. It's just I feel like I run into women that I have to deal with their past. Like I, I get, I get, I have to fight through their trauma because they haven't they healed the ones, ones, man. You know you what I'm saying? Really, dog, because they bring their past relationship into their new shit, and you out here trying to fucking heal, heal her and get her to fuck them. Yeah, leave them where they at. Yeah, I got a saying when I smell when I notice the shit, I leave it where I notice the smell. Mm-hmm. Even if they're bad, we just they're had bad. this conversation. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. We just had this conversation before we got yeah. on air. I don't give a fuck how bad they are, dog. Yeah. I am not going to allow mm-hmm. a woman to make me feel like I'm less than her because she got pussy. Yeah, I've been to prison. I yeah. know how to jerk off. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Straight up. Nah. I'm not nah, going to let fact. no woman make me feel like I got to be subjected to bullshit or subpar treatment because she got pussy. Yeah. Well, it's not that they're treating you bad. It's that they're so scared. They're so traumatized and hurt that they, no, the they, fuck they, they not. They, nah. I'm not. I'm going to keep cutting you off. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 I'm, I'm not with no bullshit. Yeah. Because a lot of them not traumatized. They are using all of these narratives mm-hmm. to their fucking advantage. Right. Right. Because if a man cheats, mm-hmm. dig this. Where my water at? Thanks, Jack. That's this. Because it's like, you don't deal with this Shabazz that because you know you're a man of value that you you feel like you gotta go the extra mile to convince this girl that you you you're not just gonna play her, you're not just gonna I'm not doing that, though. Yeah. Because I make motherfuckers play fair with me. And if you don't play fair, I'm not fucking with you. If a man cheats, what do people say? He cheated because he's a fucking dog. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. What do they say if a woman cheats? She cheated because what? She was unhappy. She she had good reason to. If a man cheat, he what? A dog. Yeah. If a woman cheat, it's because what? She was unhappy. Yeah. Women get a pass for cheating. When yeah. in all actuality, some of these women ain't shit. Yeah. 
It ain't because her man didn't treat her good. You know how many dudes are good dudes that come home, don't fuck with no women, go to work, take care of the house, take care of the family, but then they listen to these other funky motherfuckers talk about is he got swag and he don't got no swag and your man don't got no swag and he and now she's looking for some shit in her man that's not even him. Mm. So she gonna fuck somebody else for excitement. Mm. That ain't got shit to do with that man. Mm. Oh, well, you know, he should have had more swag. He should have unbuttoned his shirt more. He mm. should have walked a little different. You know, you got to keep your woman excited. I mean, yeah. fuck all that. Yeah. Don't he, Humans? Sound, don't he sound like he's uh, describing a girl from Sex Life on Netflix? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> I saw that series. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Too. But, but, but you see what that got her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tell him. He don't want to listen to me. I think, I, I believe you're right. I believe you're right. I, I don't believe I'm right. I know I'm right. I'm not talking what I think. I'm talking about what I, I done dealt with all types of women, dog. Mm -hmm. I used to be the wear it on your sleeve type. I used to be the type that a bitch could break my heart. Mm -hmm. Because I cared more about their feelings than my own. It wasn't until I started to realize, hold on, dog. You matter too. Yeah. You matter. Like... You deserve for a motherfucker to reciprocate what you give. So it's not about being an asshole. It's not about being mean. Because, again, I'm still an individuality dude. So mm -hmm. I treat women and people mm -hmm. based on them being an individual. But if a woman feels like she's entitled to me or entitled to what I have based on her own calculations... And when it don't go that way, she got a problem with me. Fuck her. So let me ask you this, Shabazz. You're on a date with a, with a female and she says to you, you probably got so many girls. Mm -hmm. Like she, she gives you these assumptions about you. Mm -hmm. Is that a red flag off rip? No, because she's assuming that I have so many girls because of who I am. What I'm driving, she, but she, how I'm to dressed. me, that's because she's going into it with trust issues now. Because what she had in her past. It depends on she how far she elaborate, though. Because if, if, if a woman says that to me, I'm... See, I'm good at asking questions because I make people explain themselves because mm -hmm. I don't like gray areas. Mm -hmm. So if somebody asks something and it's vague, mm -hmm. I'm going to pull you into a dialogue so you can tell me exactly where the fuck you coming from. Mm. So now when I really know what's on your mind, now I know what to serve you. Got you. Because if you give me some vague shit, I'm not going to because I'm too detailed. I'm a very in-depth communicator. Right. So I don't like stones left unturned. Right. So when you walk away, you you know what you're dealing with. When like I don't like any females that know me that watch this that'll say yeah he not lying. I am upfront about who I am as a man when it, as it relates to women. Mm -hmm. I tell women all the time I'm not against monogamy, mm -hmm. but I'm all for polygyny and polyamory. Mm -hmm. So in order for you to be the woman that I choose to be with you and only you, mm -hmm. you got to be a dynamic motherfucker to make mm -hmm. me not want to fuck with no other women except you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's not possible, mm -hmm. but in order to fuck with me, you're going to have to enter into my world mm -hmm. of having to prove that to me. Right. And if you're not okay with that, I'm cool with that. Got you. But you're going to understand that about me off rip. And I'm not going to say that vaguely. I'm going right. to say that like I just said it to you. Right. So what I'm dealing with right now is, is maybe, and you could tell me what your take is on this. All these assumptions on the first, on the first three date, two dates, you know, you, you got these girls, you, you do this, you do that. And she's telling me that I have to earn her trust. And I'm telling her, no, 
people are innocent until proven guilty. You're not guilty until proven innocent. Like, so there's no reason that you should be judging me and not trusting me if I did nothing to, to, to break your trust. Here's the she, problem. She's telling that. me I got to earn that trust. You do. But I'm going to tell you how. She's saying, dude, this is, this is the thing. Because there's two ways to trust shit go. I'm like you. I give A's. You earn F's. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I give, I give respect off the rip. Right. You good until you fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Some people, or should I say, even in saying that, mm-hmm. even in saying I give A's, you earn F's. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt off the rip. Mm-hmm. You still under surveillance, though. Mm-hmm. I still got you under observation. That's fine. But I don't have to verbalize that. That's what women go wrong at with what you're talking about. Mm. You're supposed to prove the trust. Mm-hmm. She don't have to ask you for it, though. Because when she's asking for it, when she's telling you to do it, now it becomes an instruction. It becomes a command. And now she's verbally letting you know, I got you under scrutiny versus I'm going to carry him how he carries himself. I'm going to treat him the way he treats me. But I still just met him. So I'm going to keep him under observation in my mind to see if he's consistent with who he says he is. It's a silent observation. Too many motherfuckers that's insecure open their mouth too soon. Mm. Then they reveal that. So when essentially, essentially, even if I give you trust off the do- from the door, mm-hmm. I'm not trusting you yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching you. Yeah. To see if who you say you are matches up to the trust that I gave you from the door. Got you. But because you can't go around life not trusting people, bro, because no, you're going to hate you life. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, but that's what, that's what people go wrong. And they think they have to, they think asking you questions mm-hmm. is going to satisfy their intrigue and their insecurity. When in all actuality, you shouldn't ask a person. Like I tell female friends of mine and my loved ones, don't tell men what you like. Show them and let them figure it out. Don't tell a man what kind of man you're looking for. That's a recipe to play you. Mm-hmm. Don't tell him, oh, I like men who do this. I like men who do that. Mm-hmm. He's going to do all those things to get some pussy. Mm-hmm. Then when he get the pussy, and once he's accustomed to it or tired of it, mm-hmm. all of those things he did to get it, he's going to stop doing. Mm. Because he didn't do it genuinely. He did it because you told him how to get the pussy. Mm. It's a clip right there. So don't tell a man yeah. what you like in men. Let him be himself. Yeah. And figure out if that's the type of man you like. And I tell and just men see if the do, chemistry naturally meshes let between. Let people them. be who the fuck they are, man. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Stop asking a motherfucker who who they ask them their favorite color. Mm. Ask them their favorite food. Yeah. Don't ask them. Don't or don't let them ask you or pry out of you to tell them what kind of person you like. Because mm. anybody with a half a brain knows that everybody likes a good person that's going to treat them good. Right. So why do I have to tell you that? Right. Yeah. Feels like everybody's hurt out here. Nobody want to trust anybody. And it's like trying to just penetrate that wall that women have up. Women have a wall up now. And 
Yeah, man. Oh, um, it's yeah. Again, I I be outside in the real world, so I don't. Yeah. I I I, I see it all. Mm-hmm. I'm faced with it all. I to be honest with you, the thing that I see the most is everybody wants to be independent. Everybody wants to be a boss, and nobody has time for each other. That's what I see more than anything. Yeah. These walls and uh, you know bad experiences and bad. Fuck all that. More, more, and more than anything, I see everybody is trying to find a way to be bossed up and get what they don't have or get what somebody else has. Everything is about the bag, the bag, the bag, the mm-hmm. bag, the bag, the bag, the bag. And some people are so broke, all they have is money. You know, yeah. and, and 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 it's hard, and it's hard to date. It's hard to um go out with people because everybody is so super so many people are superficial so this is why you have to really like i tell dudes don't underestimate the power still meeting women at the gas station or the grocery store Mm. or walking down the street or in just unsuspecting places like women and men are still supposed to interact and form relationships and families that's what men and women are for right you know what i'm saying but now you have so much social input Mm -hmm. you have so much social input that everybody does or not everybody i don't like saying everybody too many too many people are starting to live life based on what they think is expected of them versus who they really are. Okay. I'm rolling. Okay. People, too many people are living life based on what they think is expected versus this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Hate it or love it. Take mm-hmm. it or leave it. This is me. Yeah. It might not match up to that. It might not match up to that, but this is me. But Got you. too many people are like, so what do so they probably people probably I mean, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to be this way I'm supposed to say this man so damn, in, in a relationship somebody's got to submit to the other person like you said in, 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 in for the for this basketball reference everybody can't be the point guard so everyone wants to be the same position you oh, know what I'm saying like play that so role. so you do up I mean there's another topic but do you, do you believe the man should be paying the rent like are you of the old school belief that I mean, cause I am like, like the man should provide and take care of all that, but that would require a woman to submit to that genuinely. And my bad, I stressed you out with this question. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, cause it's, it's, none of it is stressful to me. Yeah. Because again, if people would not worry about society standards. Yeah. So if. I make 50,000 a year Mm -hmm. and my lady, my wife, my woman, my girl, whatever, we live together and she make 150,000 a year. I couldn't be with her. Why? Huh? I I couldn't be with her. Why? Because I have to, I grew up in a household where my dad was a bum and my mom paid for everything. And my dad to do with you. So uh, I'm just saying, I need, I need to be the provider. I need to be, I need to be because I, let me tell you something. Let me tell you where you fucking up at. 
We got time. Got, no, I got plenty, dog. We can do this. Cause let me tell you something. This is real shit, man to man. You gotta get out of that insecurity. If I make fifty, and my woman make one fifty, I don't give a fuck. I still wear the Timberlands. Mm -hmm. I'm still the man of that fucking house. Right. How much I make don't make me less of a man. Her making 150 is her financial blessing. Mm -hmm. She might not know how to run no fucking household. She might not be good financially. She might have the, the skill set and ability to make the money. But if it wasn't for me, she might fuck her money up on red bottoms and Chanel bags. She might That's be true. sleeping That's in a one-bedroom apartment on a fucking air mattress because she doing all this designer shit and driving fancy shit and she don't pay bills. Her credit fucked up. Yeah. Just because your woman make more money than you does not make her the fucking boss. It's, it does not. I mean, it's one of those situations where it's in you. It's not on you. Listen, dog. I don't give a fuck how much money a woman got. Mm -hmm. You're not bossing me to fuck around. Yeah. I'm still going to be the one to grab you by your neck and put you right, against right. the wall and put dick in right, you. Right, right. I'm still, I'm, that's, I'm, yeah. let's not get this fucked up. Yeah. I'm, I'm let's, let's, we, we still going to play our roles respectively. I don't give a fuck how much money you getting. The money that I make. Yeah. It's going to be distributed amongst the household accordingly. But fuck all the money shit. When it comes down to the individuals in the roles that we're playing, bitch, get off TV, get out of the newspapers and off of social media, letting these other motherfuckers tell you what you should be doing and how you can talk to me because you got more money than me. Fuck out of here. Go yeah. find you another dude, right? Yeah. That make five hundred thousand, so you can brag about him. And he got a platinum American Express, and he got a Rolls Royce, and he make three times as you do. And all the girlfriends is like, "Yeah, girl, see, that's the kind of man you need." But meanwhile, behind closed doors, yeah. he mentally abuses you. He slaps the shit out of you when he feel like it and frustrated. He don't respect you. He don't know how to talk to you. I'm Why? Cheating on because me. bitch, I got the money. I got this and I got that. You got less than me. You gonna do what the fuck I? say this is why women have to stop with this bullshit about fucking with men for what they got versus who they are mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck how much money he making if he's not a bum and he's not freeloading off of you and sitting in the fucking house while you go to work and he home playing ps5 or whatever the fuck number they on at this time <laughs> if he's not one of those dudes respect that fucking man yeah I don't know yeah. fuck how much money because everybody not gonna be blessed in abundance in the same ways. This is how men end up competing with their women. It's too yeah. many dudes that compete with their woman. So yeah. what she got more money than you, dog? That's her blessing. I couldn't do it. I'm, I'm just not, being real. I'm just, I'm just being you. real with me. I couldn't do it, but right, you couldn't do it. But what that what what what's, but what's going to happen is what's going to happen. Is you always have a woman that you look to be less than you versus your equal. And that's what we go wrong at. You got to look for a partner, dog. You got that got to be your dog. Y'all got to be Bonnie and Clyde. Like I, I got I need a woman in my life who her number one goal is to raise my kids. That's got to be her number one mission in life. Yeah. She got to want to be a good mother. She got, so but, but she doesn't have to make less money than you to do that. Now, if you looking for a woman, if you looking for a woman. 
who you want to give her the blessing. Put it like this. If you can have a woman that don't work or make less money than you and you the provider and you do everything and she ain't got to worry about nothing except raising your kids. Mm -hmm. If you can do that and still respect her, still treat her fair, still be nice to her mm -hmm. and don't treat her like and don't feel like I, I got to control her. If you can do I, yeah. that, then have at it. Okay. But most motherfuckers can't, KC. What, because they fall in love with that power? They fall in love Absolutely. with that control? That's why they want it. They're afraid of a woman that's going to have a voice. A woman that they got that has more than them. A woman that don't need them. Dudes be scared to have a woman that don't need them. I don't give a fuck about that. Because I don't need you either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That be the problem. People want to be needed. They, or should I say, they want somebody who needs them. Everybody wants to be needed. Everybody wants to feel important. Mm -hmm. But too many people want somebody else to need them. I feel that. In my, in, in my perspective, it's not wanting someone to need me. It's just wanting someone to play a different role. Because I know the role that I'm going to bring to the table. I know I'm not going to be the one out here you know doing law i'm not good at that i'm not good at doing household things i'm not good at you know no, I, I, i'm good at being outside and getting getting to the bag that's so that, cool but you still have to know how to treat her of course but too many men fall into that bracket of i i i yeah i pay these bills this is my house no. i do if she don't do no. shit no, because, it's human. Because, it's human nature. It's human nature that when you get pissed off, you gonna remind her that this is your shit. Because guess what, Shabazz, I'm also the one to be like, no prenum. If this goes wrong, you get half my bread because you contributed in a way that's not monetarily. But I do agree, we're still half and half. That's cool, yeah. but you still going, but you still run the risk of mistreating that person along the way. Fuck the prenup. Yeah. Too many men who are the provider. Mm -hmm. Misconstrue the power for abuse because they feel like because I do all of this, you got to do what I say. Yeah. Too many men do that to women. You have to do what I say. I think she those are the dudes who are not fucking her right. That's what I think. Huh? Those are the dudes that aren't fucking her right. So they're insecure that she's going to go around and do some other shit and they got to control her. Listen, if, if you handling your business... Get, let, let her do what she Let her go out with the girls Let her do whatever she want to do You don't have to control her like that But that's not how it works though Unfortunately When you have a man Who does everything This woman got to ask him for money She got to ask She can't do shit But she can't go buy tampons Yeah she can, Her parent can't come on Without asking him for some fucking money Yeah To go get tampons Men who want that kind of control over women are dangerous. They abusive. Historically. Not, not, yeah. Really? I mean, Absolutely. dog. What? I don't think all men like that. I don't not, think all no, men no, no, like, you no, know no. what I'm saying? I'm not saying all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that character trait is dangerous. Yeah. Because people forget that I don't give a fuck who it is or what. You don't have control over another human being. Right. You just don't. And right. too many too many men. But it's not it's not control. That's not what 
And that, but the men that you're talking about yeah. in that position, right? That's what it turns into. It's not supposed to be about control, but most too many men in that position mm -hmm. do it so they can have control over the woman. Mm. But if you really G'd up and you really bossed up and you really that certified as a man, you can have a $50,000 job and your woman make one fifty, and you still control the bag. If you a man, because women respond to men. Do you think, women, women, do you think women could respond to a man that makes $100,000 less than her as a man? Depending on that man. And depending on that woman and what their moral compass and their standards are. Mm. Okay. Depending on, it, it, it all comes down to individuals. It all comes down to individuals because he's making 50,000 this year. Depending on what kind of man he is, it don't mean that's what he's going to be making next year. Right, right, right. Right. It all boils down to respect. Right. A right. female that's now a woman who's making one hundred and fifty thousand a year. Chances are, unless it's a unique set of circumstances, her paths probably won't even cross with a man socially mm -hmm. that makes that much more less than her. Right. Right. But if they start out together and that's where she goes, mm -hmm. you know, uh, career wise. Right then so be it, right? Right, right. But again, if the man doesn't get lost in the translation of her excelling mm -hmm. and understand where he is as a man, mm -hmm. they're not going to have no problem. And if she's a woman and understand what a relationship is mm -hmm. and what a partnership is, she's mm -hmm. not going to let the fact that she got more money Look down on this man mm -hmm. because she can go get another man, like I just described right, a minute right, ago, right, right. who can have monetarily, yeah, that but treats her terribly. After all of that, and he's a real demon. I'm right. talking about a Tasmanian devil, right? But right. he matches up on paper, right? Right. And that's what people have to realize. A lot of people go wrong at man. Right. I've seen that. The thing is, I saw the opposite of, of 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 the woman, you know, holding down the crib. The man there, you know, for the family, but still knowing that she got his back. He's gonna take advantage of it and and fall back. It's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like I said all the time, bro. Like life is not hard. We make it hard mm -hmm. because everybody tries to. Uh, fit into a puzzle piece like not me. even fit into a puzzle piece casey they try to they try they try to uh restructure they try to restructure everything to tell a fit tell a make tell a fit their own agenda mm -hmm. everybody tries to make shit comfortable for themselves they try to restructure everything to benefit them Instead of playing fair ball. If motherfuckers play fair ball, dog, a lot of these conversations we'd be having in yeah. society, we wouldn't have them. Yeah. People don't play fair ball, man. They don't play fair. And it comes with time. It comes with maturity. It comes with experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just going to act like it's easy to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm 53 years old. I done had my fuck ups over a course of time. So mm -hmm. I learned from a lot of my own mistakes and the mistakes of others. So I can only speak like this 
with so much conviction and authority because I mm-hmm. did it. I mm-hmm. seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life probably because I'm the one who's, you know, went through my whole 20s, making sure I don't have no unwanted kids, making sure I got my own everything, you know, sacrificing so I could and then have my shit set up, then f- hopefully find my queen, move her in, start a family. But life rarely goes how you want it to go and, and how, how you plan for it to go. But, you know, I don't yeah. know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Shabazz, I appreciate you pulling up. Let's talk about the, the your book, bro. For, oh, first of all, we have a lot of mutual friends that today, you know, th- this happens once or twice a year that they bring up who you have around your neck, Prime. I've never, yeah. I've never met him before, but a lot of people that I respect have a lot of respect. To- is that Prime? Yes, it yeah, is. They have a lot of respect toward him, um, whether it's Chi-Chi, whether it's you. You know, I can name probably five people. Can you speak on him? Because I never met him, and he's very highly regarded. Um mm. Shit. Um, today is birthday, too, or would have been. Exactly. I see that on Instagram. Yeah, he would have been 50 today. Um, shit. Uh, prime. When you hear dudes talk about legends, like, Prime was a real legend, like, street mm-hmm. legend, like, East New York. Uh, respected in the street, in the federal prison system, in the music industry. He 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 he's he's primarily between him, my man Gotti, and my man Straight A. Those those are the guys that I built my nightlife network with in Miami, mm-hmm. starting with Straight A. Um, and then, and then, uh, afterwards I met straight in 07, I met prime and Gotti in 09. Um, he was just different dog. Like he was a, he was a street nigga, family man, friend, uh, Solid, but compassionate at the same time, giving, loyal, kind, humble, humble in the sense of not being arrogant, Mm -hmm. not humble in the sense of seeing himself as less than. Mm -hmm. He was just a different type of guy, man. Like he stood for something like my my, one thing I prop my, my whole team on, like being in the street. And get money niggas and having big reputations, but still know how to treat people. Mm-hmm. Like that's why you see what you see on Instagram. When you, it come I, I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of people honor someone like the way they honor Prime, you know. And Prime been this is he died. This is t- February was two years. Mm-hmm. And he's still being revered. Mm-hmm. Like he this guy is missed, man. Mm-hmm. He's missed. Like I honestly, I minus COVID. When he died, it changed Miami nightlife because so much surrounded him. Mm. Everybody fucked with him. Mm-hmm. Fab, Mink, Trey, Gucci, Jeezy. The, the whole on. fucking industry mm-hmm. fucked with this guy, man. Mm-hmm. Puff. Mm. Damn. 
you know, I wish every, I, I, I could have met him. I'm, like, you know, it this, says a lot about he, him. He was different. Mm-hmm. He was different. Like he and he was around when partying on South Beach was partying on South Beach. Like this is, you know, shit. What year? What, what what's the golden era for you when you when you say partying on South Beach? Oh eight to sixteen seven. Well, for him, it was up until he passed away. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say I watched the ten year run. Mm-hmm. Like I watched, I was there. I was I'm proved French for eleven and a half years. So I was winning day in, day out. Like this was really my guy. Mm-hmm. And like I've watched religiously at Live on Sunday twenty twenty five thousand dollar table every single Sunday for years. Mm. Dream on Saturday night. Same shit. Like from headliner to varsity, this guy like, was paying bills. His paying. money was you could count on it. Mm-hmm. You could you you could count on Prime. Mm-hmm. You fuck who else was it? He you could count on him when they opened Bamboo. And when we met Sia and D and Purple, and we started going to Bamboo on Sundays. It was because before they met us, they heard about us, him primarily, mm-hmm. but not too many people wasn't going to mention him and didn't mention me because we were that close. So it was in terms of partying and events. Mm-hmm. So he would do his yacht party every year for his birthday. And he would always do the after party at Dream. And this particular year, they wanted to do his party at Bamboo, but they didn't know us. So they had been asking mm-hmm. different people. And no, they were asking different people about um, doing a Sunday party. That's what it was. And they were consistently being told, you need to get, you need to make sure you get prom and shabazzing them in your club. Like everybody comes out with them. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes out with prom. So they didn't know us. And eventually somebody um, set up a meeting for us to meet finally. And I, w- I went to go meet with Purple and D and Sia. And prom sat in the car. I went inside and and he said, uh, and they told me, like, we, we know his yacht party is coming up next week. And we know he we, we heard he always does an after party. And we 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 just want we want the privilege to to do his after party, and I'm sitting and I'm like the privilege. Hey, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Like just just regular shit to yeah. us. But I'm like, what you mean? Y'all want y'all want to do the after party? It was like, yeah, we starting a new Sunday night party at this club Bamboo, and everybody tells us that y'all are the guys that we need to get in this club. We heard so much about y'all. This is exact words. I was starting to think y'all would, didn't really exist. Because we keep hearing about y'all, but we know we could never meet y'all. We could never get next to y'all. Wow. So I was like, well, no, we, we definitely exist. So they wanted to do the after party. And I was like, all right, well, we'll do it. Me, I'm just saying, fuck it. I said, well, look, we'll do it. 
Give him 10 bottles and 5,000. He'll, he'll, he'll do it. They said, that's it? 10 bottles, 5,000? I said, yeah. They cut the check right there. And they did his after party. I go back to the car with him. I said, yo, they want to do your party at this club. And they just gave me $5,000. And they're going to give you 10 bottles. They're going to give you 10 bottles. He said, word? I said, yeah. He said, damn, Baz. My parties be popping like that? This is how you talking. So we laughing. But that's how our relationship got established at Bamboo. Mm -hmm. But the kind of dude that he was, they gave him 10 bottles. And I believe he might have bought 10 more. You know? Mm, yeah. And then every Sunday that we weren't that, that, you know, that he didn't go to live, we were there. And, and it was like. We had a section. I never forget section 507. They wouldn't sell that section unless they called me to make sure that that's to see crazy. We, to see if we wasn't coming to the club that night. They wouldn't sell that section. That's crazy. Like promoters have a whole lot more stories yeah. on him that all my stories are personal. Right, right. Outside of going out, but just elaborating on what you're seeing on social media, it's like he was he was such a thorough, he was such a thorough, he didn't mistreat females. He didn't make people, you know, he gave people shit. He did things for people. Like, he was just a good dude, man. Yeah. He was a good, good dude. Damn. You know, obviously, he's a human. He had his flaws and, mm -hmm. you know, such and such and so on and so forth. But just as a man, yeah, his family, you know, like. Yeah, I always ask people who know him because, you know, I, I see him honored so much on Instagram and, and you don't really see that a lot. So And he didn't you know, even have Instagram. Yeah. He was no Sheesh. IG prime. Sheesh. He didn't even have an Instagram. Damn. He would, he would, his Instagram was Rugs Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> he, can, he, 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 he facilitated Instagram through, through Rugs' page, mm -hmm. you know? That's crazy. He, he, um, yeah, he was just, uh, he, he was just a different guy, man, and it's. I was I was I was I was talking to my little sister this morning. And I'm just like, yo, it's still hard to believe, mm. you know. Like, I, it's just hard to believe that this dude is not here. Yeah, shit is crazy. Damn. But, but as far as the the Miami nightlife scene goes, you know, you said the gold, the golden era for you. What what is one of your favorite club eras? I mean, aside from Live on Sunday, because I guess that's undefeated, but what 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 club slash year era sticks out to you in, in 2008 to 2013-14? And my favorite outside of Live, my favorite club to be in was Mansion. Is there what day? Is there a day for this? Thing? International Wednesdays. Okay. Was that a varsity party or a head? That wasn't a head. Who or was that? Who was Who doing did that? International Wednesdays? Varsity it was might have been four hundred club. Ooh, that's like the ninety-five Bulls. I was too young for that. I got I got in right after. It might have been the four hundred club. I'm not sure. Okay. Don't quote me on them doing International Wednesdays. Okay. But four hundred club was popping. That was. 08, yeah. 09. Like the 95. I got here in 08. Tell me. So it was all about 400 Club at yeah. that time. Yeah. So it might have been them okay. doing that International Wednesdays. I'm not a thousand percent sure. 
But yeah, International Wednesdays. That was before social media, before everybody was on their phone, you know? Bro. Before, that was when people really had fun. You Mansion know? was different at that time. When Mansion yeah. had the stage, and then they had Mansion on Monday nights. Yep. I International Wednesdays and Monday nights at Mansion. <sighs> different. That building's still empty. That's crazy, right? It was different. It was different at Mansion. Yeah. It was different. It was different. It was different. Damn. I, that's when, that's where I fell in love with Miami. I, I was going to Sobe Live. I was going to Cameo. I was going mm -hmm. to Dream. But Mansion and Live is what had me like, yo. Because International Wednesdays was just that. Yeah. It was everywhere. Russia. Dubai. Israel. I mean, tomorrow, chicks was from every fucking where. Looking their literally looking their best. Literally. Like I can was, see how chicks get fall in love with that glamour was, and get addicted to that shit. It was bro. definitely a mixed crowd. Absolutely a mixed crowd. Yeah. And everybody partying and having a fucking ball. Miami, yeah. man. Nothing like it. Yeah. Um uh, let's touch on your book before we get out of here, bro. Um we're gonna do something, we're gonna arrange something so we give some away. But um I didn't know you, you, you had your own book. When did this come out? May thirteenth. Of of this year? Yeah, it just my oh book shit! Just, yeah, my book just dropped. Okay, there it is. Uh, what's the name? Plug it. Tell everybody. Um, Jay, do me a favor, Jay. It's a small box in the um. It's a small box in the trunk. Like a little small square box. Open that box and grab one of those books for me. We can show it to you. Um, how long book? did it take you? By the way, because I hear people take some years. It did. It took two and a half, three years to finally come out mm -hmm. from inception to completion. Um, I voice recorded everything on my iPhone and emailed the notes to um, my writer, my friend Tiffany Muller. She wrote it, but she wrote from my voice notes. Mm -hmm. And... That was the better process for me mm -hmm. versus having to keep writing. Mm -hmm. So she kind of took your, 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 your voice notes and kind of arranged them into words and chapters. And she wrote them. She wrote it exactly the way I record. I, re I recorded it in sequence. Oh, okay. I recorded it. She just wrote what I recorded. But you weren't like freestyling off the, like you wrote it down and said it in the voice note. Or were you just freestyling just what was on your mind in a voice? I remembered note? everything. Okay. I wrote my book from memory. Okay. So like the way Jay-Z goes in and doesn't write anything down, just has it in, in his head. Right. I, I wrote everything in my book. Like I didn't call anybody to recur any events. or mm -hmm. Everything I wrote is from what I remember. Wow. That's dope. So two and a half years it took you. It's available on, I mean, is Amazon the best place to get it right now? No. Fuck Amazon. Yeah, talk about it. Amazon full of shit. It make my life miserable. <laughs> so We'll bleep um, them out. Yeah, this is the book. Flip mm -hmm. Your Life. Um, as told to Tiffany Muller. Uh, dope. Dope. It took... Yeah, it took two and a half, three years, you know, based on her, you know, her having a career and me moving the way I move. Um, we both had, you know, basically had to do this as time permitted. Mm -hmm. But we finally got it done, knocked it out. Um, it came out May 13th. Uh, the link to it 
uh, is in my bio on Instagram, Shabazz the OG, uh, on bookbaby.com. That's where it's the um, the primary uh, source of sale is at bookbaby.com. But I'm proud of it. Um, I'm proud of. I feel like it's the perfect length. It's, it's, yeah. it's easily digestible, I feel like. I had a lot of people tell me they read it in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, I've gotten great uh, feedback from it. Um, and I'm proud of it because I started thinking about doing a book 21 years ago when I was in prison. Mm-hmm. And I was locked up and I'm like, damn, I need something to do to pass the time. So I'm going to write a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously... From then to now, had I written a book back then, wouldn't have the same reception, mm-hmm. you know, because now obviously I built a nice social media presence. Mm-hmm. Um, I built uh, a vested interest in myself amongst, you know, masses. So mm-hmm. people have something to be interested in because a lot of people have gravitated and received what I do and who I am on social media and it created a mystique and an intrigue like who is this guy? Mm-hmm. Where did he come from? Why do so many people fuck with him? Mm-hmm. Like how is it that you know I see him with Meek Mill and Trey Songs and P. Diddy and then I DM him and he answers me. Yeah there's like a curiosity. Like who is like this a guy? Mystique, like, yeah. like he answers my DM but I just saw him with, live a tuxedo, on Sunday, yeah, yeah. with a tuxedo on yesterday at Q from Quality Control's birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, P from Quality Control. Like, who, who is this guy? Like, how do I have access to him? And then he hangs out with these people. So yeah. it's like, I always wanted people to understand that I'm never being separated from reality. Mm-hmm. Fuck how much money is involved, what prestige, mm-hmm. what network. Like, you can't separate from people. Like, the only thing that makes me better than him or you better than her or them better than them is character. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that make us better than somebody else, man. That's a fact. So I try to make sure that the people who support my platform, who consistently, um, you know, liking and sharing and commenting and participating in my lives and buying my book, you mm-hmm. know, the least that I can do is hit a heart button mm-hmm. to acknowledge their post or comment mm-hmm. or repost them when they post my book on there. You know, just it, it doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, social media gave too many people a uh, a uh, a surface. Mm-hmm. To look down mm-hmm. on other people, mm. it, it, it's just the weirdest shit to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I swear, like I, I was laughing with somebody yesterday about how you know when girls would get a certain amount of followers, and then next thing you know, you see like booking information mm-hmm. to book me, like to yes. book you to do what? Yeah. <laughs> like okay, I mean it's cool. I'm not mad at it, but like, what are, exactly are we booking you to do? And what is and, and like and what are people like coming to like let's just make it make sense it's so, a fantasy man it's an escape from people's reality but the reality know? is this when you get booked to be somewhere 
and nobody shows the fuck up. Mm. Now, now tickets are sold. You can't fake, yeah, in. you can't fake ticket sales. You can't. You now know, reality hire. settles in. Now you see that you're not as popular as you thought you were. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now you're not as popular as you thought you were. That's a fact. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So have something worthwhile. Have like, something to show besides tangible. followers. And, yeah. Do something. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter what it is. Give people a reason, mm -hmm. a real reason. Mm -hmm. Like this is a real reason. Um, the fact that I answer DMs and really talk to people on the phone and really give people advice and really give young dudes guidance and, and really talk to people in person. That's what make my platform worth it to me. Mm -hmm. That's why the people who do support me, mm -hmm. that's why they do. Because word travels. He a real one. Mm -hmm. You message him, he's going to hit you back. He's going to respond. He's going to interact. Like, you, you, you have to remember what the social media is for. It's not for you to, again, get to a space where you think you better than other people. Welcome the interaction and reciprocate it. That's mm -hmm. how it grows. Yeah. I never bought a follower. Yeah. I have 167,000 followers. Yeah. None of them are bought. None of none of it is 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 manipulated. That's based off you putting positive energy into the world. That's, that's what that's it. for. Positive. There's, there's nothing else. There's no there's no bikini pics tied to it. There's no lust tied to it. There's no nothing. Just none of the to, other stuff. Yeah. None of the other stuff and and that's why I'm okay with how it moves. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with people like, oh, no, you, you, you know, you could be making this amount of money. You could be. I didn't get into it for the money. Yeah. I didn't know monetary gain was going to come from it. I didn't know this was going to happen. The book. I didn't mm -hmm. know um, I would be doing speaking engagements. I didn't know people would care so much about what I have to say that they would even want to talk to me. Like I said, once Meek posted that post or reposted that post rather, and. It went viral, and then Mike Gardner um, uh, got Robin from Ball Alert to put up another post, repost, and then Meek reposted something else, and then it just mm -hmm. snowball effect. And then before you know it, the platform turned into a place of responsibility mm -hmm. where be mindful of what you say, be mindful of how you say it. Still be real, still be yourself, but... Now you got people watching. You got people mm -hmm. listening. You got young kids watching, women right. watching. So yeah. now, you know, you don't want to be the guy who people say, oh, he's dope. He he really be talking that shit, but he cursed too much. Mm -hmm. Or he's too vulgar. Or he always calling women bitches. And, mm -hmm. You know, you got, you got to be careful with all that yeah, kind of yeah. shit. Like, you know, you might talk like that on the corner or, or outside or with your boys. And, you know, but when you're on the platform and, you know, you have people, especially in a time where now so many people are looking for additional guidance, additional support, additional information, additional yeah. education. It's like, you just got to be responsible with this shit, man. There it is. We got five minutes on the memory card. Shabazz, I appreciate you pulling up. Damn, we don't talk to memory card. Yeah, we was there for no, two, two hours. Plug your social media, bro, real quick, so the people... Uh, Shabazz the OG. It's right here. Boom. Shabazz the OG. I'm on... Uh, 
Oh, and OG Baz, uh, OG underscore Baz or OG Baz on Twitter. I don't rarely be there, but I do have a Twitter page. And we just there it is, Mac. We're gonna we're gonna buy some of these uh, books in bulk and figure out how we give them away. Whether on the podcast, whether it's at the club, whatever. I find a way to, you know, give these yeah, away. Yeah, because that's what you know. I'm glad you said that because that's what that's my thing. I you know I I'm you know obviously I got bills and everything just like everybody else and. You know, I finally got to a place where I understand that what I do is valuable and people pay me to appear places and fly me here to pay me to do that and speak here. And all of that's cool and lovely. But this is very informative. This book um, is not just like part of my life. It's it's part of the game that I give on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a impromptu tutorial. So mm. businesses like yourself and others, I urge them you know, sometimes I'm going to do something for free, but buy the book, mm -hmm. buy a bulk of the books, give them to people that you think could use good information based on what you know of me to do on social media, because that's what's in this book. There so it is, I definitely bad. appreciate that.